0: Welcome into Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is G Money, Grant Mitchell. G Money is ready to crush the Sunday NFL slate, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man the people in the room, welcome into Ride the Line. Grant, are you riding today? Absolutely riding, Tanner. Absolutely riding. We're in the second half
1: of the season. This is where everything gets down to business. This is where the money is made. And I tell you what, the odds makers, they're making it work for us this week because we do have a very tight schedule
0: to pick from, but we do have our favorite picks to share with each and every one of you guys. There's a lot of big dogs this week that I'm like, they should be able to cover, but I'm not sure if they're going to cover. Like, It's an interesting slate of games, we're going to break it all down here on Ride the Line. Before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you to everyone who has done that so far. Give us a like on the video. Comment who you're taking. We will reply to you. We'll give you our inputs. Make sure you do that. Help us out a little bit. And again, thank you to everyone who has been watching on TikTok as well and coming over to YouTube for this beautiful viewing experience grant. Grant, anything else about why they should subscribe to the channel?
1: Well, I mean, we've got all sorts of content. We've got videos with our favorite picks. Tanner's running the shorts, giving you some entertainment and some news. We'll tell you when to go over to the website. You find even more picks over there, sportsbook promo codes. Uh, ESPN bet just launched in all kinds of states, so maybe you're looking for the latest information. Whatever you want, you will find it all right here. So do (laughs) us all a favor, smash that subscribe button, and Tanner, let's go ahead and jump right on into these picks.
0: Let's jump right into it, Grant. I'm gonna to start today. Why don't we start yeah. with the why don't we start with the commies game? Because you have a pick on the side. I have a pick on the total. All right, let's do here. it. You you lead it off here. All right. So according to Cold Heart Football Facts, proprietary stat tool that I use for all my picks here. The Commanders ranked 23rd in the quality stats. The Giants ranked 31st. This commanders' offense has been taken off a little bit behind Sam Howe, and I'm sure Grant's gonna talk about that in a minute there. Grant Sam Howell is that guy. I think he could be that guy in the coming seasons. He has a great receiving core to work with. I mean, they have dudes all over the field. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Donson, guys that can go out and catch the football. Brian Robinson Jr. running it out of the backfield. This is a high-powered offense, and they're going against the New York Giants defense that just got obliterated by the Dallas Cowboys. And they should have gotten obliterated by the Dallas Cowboys, but statistically – They don't rank well. They rank, let's see, 19th in defensive passer rating, 29th in defensive real passing yards per attempt. They're giving up explosive plays through the air. On the ground, they rank the worst in the NFL in defensive rusher rating. So I think the Washington Commanders can score a lot of points here. And I don't think we're giving Tommy DeVito enough credit in this spot. He's going to make the start for the Giants again. And this Commanders team, they've traded away a lot of guys in the front seven. Their defense isn't great as it is. They are giving up points. So I think the giants can do just enough on offense to get this game over. If the commanders come out and set the tone, taking this game over that 36 and a half point margin.
1: Yeah, I would be going with the over as well, but my pick is I'm going to take the commanders at minus nine in this spot. Tanner, I, I agree with everything you said, except for the fact we're not giving Tommy DeVito enough credit. If you average out his QBRs, and I know it's not exact science because he has a different amount of snaps, but if you just average them out across the games he's played so far this season, he has a QBR of 11.8. 11.8. Is very bad. It's very, very bad. Now I know the Commanders give up the second most points per game in the entire NFL. And weirdly, when they played earlier this year, the Giants won fourteen to seven. But to your point, Sam Howell leads the league in passing yards. Another three hundred yards, three touchdown, no turnover game last week. He was really impressive. This team scores a lot of points. The Giants just gave up forty nine to the Cowboys. They have nothing left to play for in this season. I think it's a big win for the Commies. I, I mean, I could see them. Pitch in a low-scoring game to the Giants. I could also see the Giants scoring some points, but whatever, it, whichever way it goes, I think Washington ends up on top.
0: Well, I'll say this, Grant. Yes, Tommy DeVito hasn't been good by any means, but he did throw two touchdowns last week. They scored 17 points against the Cowboys. They scored 17 points against the Commanders. This game sails over 36 and a half.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with you on the over. That should hit.
0: All right, Grant, give me your next play.
1: Um. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go with... A guy who I mean I'm not joking at all when I say this. He deserves some MVP consideration. I'm, he shouldn't win. He should not win. But he should be in the top ten for voting it's Joshua Dobbs and I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings at plus two plus two and a half against the Denver Broncos Tanner Josh Dobbs this season first of all I believe he's 12th in QBR overall if you average out his last two games so the two games he played with the Minnesota Vikings he's got a QBR of 87.5 he makes plays with his arm he makes plays with his legs he's one of the three uh, he's one of the top three rushers for quarterbacks Tim Lamar and Jalen Hurts I do believe he has been really good in this Vikings offense even without Justin Jefferson in the lineup and when you see him come back this season they are going to be even more explosive now what I can say about the Broncos defense is ever since they gave up 70 points to the Dolphins it has shown a lot of improvement giving up just 21 per game but as I say that the the Vikings defense has also been improving a lot they're on a five-game win streak and during those five games defense has given up 17 and a half points per game huge credit to Brian Flores he's bringing his characteristic ultra-aggressive of style and it's working out for them and in many ways this This game is a matchup between two teams that are in very similar situations. You know, started the season rough, have adversity at the quarterback position, whether it's Russell Wilson underperforming or Kirk Cousins tearing his Achilles. And then teams have just, they've just turned it around. They're actually playing pretty decent football right now. Yes, I know Russell Wilson made that amazing throw to Cortland Sutton last week, and he is playing better, but he still really struggles to throw for even 200 yards. I think this Vikings offense is going to put up points, and I think that they can win a close game here.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same side as you. I would take the Vikings plus two and a half, play the money line as well there. Um, two and a half a half's not going to get you that much protection. This is also a really good teaser bet if you are going to pair it with something else because I do think the Vikings come in and just win this game outright. According to Cold Hard Football Facts, they're ranked 10th in the quality stats. Broncos are 24th. Now, Denver's a tough team to read, like you said, because of that Miami game. Like, That game killed every single statistic that they have, and it's very hard to recover after you give up 70 points. And basically, about three games worth of defense, I would say. The the Miami Dolphins put up three full games of offense on the Denver Broncos. So statistically, they don't rank well, but they are playing well. As we saw against the Bills, they forced a lot of turnovers. I think they can do that again, but I am going to side towards the Vikings on the road. And Josh Jobs, you got to ride the storyline. And Josh Jobs is the storyline this season.
1: He's not only the storyline, though, he he fully does, he's playing very good football. You watch him. I mean, Kevin O'Connell said his, him showing up and learning, going over the cadence on the sideline and not knowing the plays was the most impressive thing he's ever seen as a head coach. And then he follows it up with another really good game last week. He's genuinely playing very good football. And you know what's funny looking back on it is that he was with the Cleveland Browns during the preseason. You don't think the Cleveland Browns could use somebody playing at his level right now?
0: Yeah. Rest in peace to Sean Watson, too. Though probably the worst, the worst contract, Mr. Massage. It's the best contract he could ever get for him. But the Browns, that is the worst contract. And It's not just because he's hurt or it's not just because he got suspended. You can't give that much guaranteed money to any football player. Any athlete should never get that much guaranteed money.
1: Oh, just in general. I thought you were going to say somebody who hasn't played in two years
0: or has. Those oh, yeah, concerns. that makes it, that makes it worse. But I don't think I don't think you should give anyone that much guaranteed money. Guaranteed money uh, comes with a huge risk. Now he's hurt and he got suspended. I mean, he need he did need the guaranteed money. Like he he made he needed the guaranteed money, but he made ninety million dollars to play eleven games or something. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's it's really sad for the for the Browns too because. Their offense, I mean, they have gotten nothing from the quarterback position. Their offense is still, I think, 12th or 13th, something like that, in points per game, which is just a testament to – I I don't know how they've done it. They've still been able to run the ball without Nick Chubb being there. They've been able to get the offense set up in good field position because the defense is so good. And they're still winning games. They could still legitimately win the AFC North, the toughest division in football, without having a quarterback. I, I can't imagine what this team would look like with even a league average quarterback playing for them. They would be a legit Super Bowl contender.
0: Yeah, Deshaun Watson has even been good when he's played. Like That's the problem. So you're not getting him on the field, and when he is on the field, he's not playing at an elite level. And this team lost their best player in Nick Chubb, so what they've done is pretty remarkable here. It'll be interesting to see how they finish the season. I don't think losing Deshaun is the biggest blow if they can go find a quarterback because he's just not that great of a quarterback, but he is better than probably whoever they can find in there now. Um, So it's an interesting, interesting uh, situation for the Cleveland Browns. I hope they find a quarterback. They've had like 35 quarterbacks since 2000, which is wild.
1: Yeah. Deshaun is 23rd in pro football focuses quarterback player grades, which obviously not good. But P.J. Walker, 38 of 38 quarterbacks. So it's not so much that losing Deshaun's a problem because, again, he wasn't playing well. But you are getting literally the worst quarterback in the league in PJ Walker, who's his replacement. And and just to touch on how bad he's been, again, this is Pro Football Focus's rankings. Um, so Deshaun Watson's grade is a sixty-seven. Mac Jones is thirtieth. He's a fifty-nine. Uh, the second worst in the league is a forty-eight, and then the worst in the league, which is PJ Walker's a thirty-one. So he he's far and away. Uh, think of it this way: the difference between Aiden O'Connell and PJ Walker is 18 points which is the same difference as um jared goff to ryan or no as josh josh allen to jordan love
0: yeah it'll be interesting for the browns to see how they move forward but They really have a lot of adversity in front of them, just like one team in the Buffalo Bills. The Bills have a lot of adversity in front of them, plus 200 to make the playoffs right now. Very interesting spot for them. That gives them a 33% probability. It's still doable, but their schedule is just killer in the back end. You got the Eagles, you got the Chiefs, you got the Cowboys, Chargers, a New England team that already beat them, and the Dolphins. So, Interesting spot for them on the back end of their schedule here. They are going to host the New York Jets this week, and I think every week almost. Like, There's been a lot of get-right spots for the Buffalo Bills. We've seen that consistently, right? Um, you know, I, I go back to, let's see here, New York Giants, Sunday night football, get-right spot, and they were winning at that time too. They win 14-9. Then they go on the road, New England, a game that they should win. Based on how we've seen the Patriots perform, I mean, come on. should beat that game and then you go Tampa Bay Buccaneers only win by six. You did dominate the game, but you allowed the Buccaneers to sneak back in and cover stupid mistakes down the stretch, lose to the Bengals, and then you lose to the Broncos, which should have been an all-time get-right spot. just simply wasn't. So I look at this game against the Jets. I would say this is another get-right spot. You're playing against Zach Wilson, but if Josh Allen turns the ball over as he has, if James Cook can't hold on to the football, the Jets can come in here and find a way to win this game just because of how good they are on the defensive side of the ball. They rank fourth in total team yards loud, according to Coldheart, eighth in defensive rusher rating, and fourth in defensive passer rating. They they have made a lot of quarterbacks look bad this season, uh, no matter if they win the game or not. Even the game I go back to against the Chargers with Justin Herbert. Herbert didn't do anything in that game. That game was so much closer on the scoreboard or on the, in the stat sheet than it was on the scoreboard. So I look at this Jets team. They have the ability to go give Josh Allen a lot of trouble in this one. I don't know if they can score enough points to win the game, but for plus seven, I'll take that. I mean, I, I look at the Jets. They're more dangerous than the Denver Broncos, in my opinion, just because of how good they are on the defensive side of the ball.
1: No, yeah, I, I'm with you, and I'm with you. I, I don't love being with you uh, because mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to pick the Bills. Keep in mind, if you pick the Jets to win this game or to cover the spread, I should say, you are picking the Bills to fail to cover in seven straight games. Is that actually where they're at? And the answer to the question might be yes, yes. I mean, they've been overvalued for years. You, you're starting to really feel the effects of it. But now it's like everything is going wrong for the Bills, and they're scrambling. They're trying to save face. They fire Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. Travon Diggs is tweeting, get 14 out of there. He wants Stephon Diggs. He wants his brother. He's speaking for him, basically saying, get me traded off of this team. As just nothing is going right over there. So can they beat the Jets by more than seven points to your – to your point, I don't think they can. This Jets defense is is unreal. Um, they've, they've been giving up very few points per game. They're up to seventh in points per game allowed, and that's despite having basically no support from the offense. Zach Wilson, he has one touchdown in his last five games, which is atrocious, but he did throw for 263 yards in each of his last two games. So you know what? He's at least moving the ball down the field a little bit. The Bills are just panicking right now. I don't want to bet against them in seven straight games, but I feel like I have to. I'm with you. I like the Jets.
0: Yeah, I can't see the Bills winning this game by a touchdown. If they do, great. But you got to bet the trends. They haven't covered since week four. Um, The Jets are playing great on defense. You think about just how good the Jets actually are on defense in the sense of they've been on the field a lot. The Jets' offense has not helped them out. They've put them in tough spots, and they're still ranking high in a lot of categories. So it's been very impressive what they've done on the defensive side of the ball. And again, Zach Wilson, He's better than what he was a year ago. He's much better. He's still not a a reputable quarterback, but he's better than what he was a year ago. He can at least kind of move the ball up and down the field, not make as many mistakes. So it gives them a chance to win. Um, But the defense is what has to come through in this game for the Jets to come out and cover the spread.
1: Yep, 100%. A team that can score, Tanner, this is my final pick here. Team that can score, I like the Dallas Cowboys minus 11 versus the Carolina Panthers. Do I feel great about having a minus 11 and a minus 9 in my picks? No, I don't love laying large amounts of points, but... In this spot, I mean the Cowboys just beat the Giants 49 to 17. This is what the Cowboys do. They smoke the bad teams. They they just there's no better team in the league at destroying bad teams than the Dallas Cowboys. Now, can they stand up to the big dogs, the Eagles, the 49ers? The jury is out on that, and it has been four years, but you look at some of their results. Earlier this year, week one, they beat the Giants 40 to nothing. They beat the Jets 30 to 10. They beat the Patriots 38 to three. They beat the Rams 43 to 20. They beat the Giants again, 49 to 17. They just, they steamroll all of these bad teams. And you know what? There's no worse team in the league than the Carolina Panthers. They are uh, one, six, and two against the spread. They've only won a single game so far. Bryce Young looks like, I mean, we were talking about PJ Walker, but if we want to talk about actual starting quarterbacks, Bryce Young probably looks like the worst in the league. Uh, Dallas just covered a 17 and a half point spread last week, and they outgained the Giants by a wider margin than any team has outgained their opponent in the last 40 years. This is the time to get the Cowboys right now. Now, they've got. Who do they have? They have the Commies, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Dolphins the weeks after. Probably wouldn't be betting, you know, laying a large amount of points there because those are all tough games, but I think the Cowboys easily get a cover here.
0: Yeah, if they can't win by two touchdowns after what they did last week to a Giants team that is just as bad as the Panthers, probably worse because I would take Bryce Young over Tommy DeVito, but they should be able to win this game by two to three touchdowns with ease. Yeah, I 100% agree. Well, that was another episode of Ride the Line, another Sunday edition of Ride the Line. Patriots on a bye week. We'll see what happens. Good.
1: You can't lose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't lose. Undefeated this week. Patriots <laughs> are losing this week. Uh, it would be interesting to see what happens at the quarterback position with them, too, what, what Bill Belichick decides to do. If did Mac did you see the
1: report? Mac Jones is pretty much guaranteed to head to the bench.
0: Yeah, I, I heard he was rumored to be the, the third string quarterback this week. But, yeah. again, it hasn't been officially announced yet. We'll see. He should. If they're going to move on, like Bill Belichick, if they're going to move on from Belichick, they're going to move on from Mac Jones. Like, why are we starting him? Like, not that Bailey's – not that I want – Bailey Zappi should get cut, too. He's not good either. Get get rid of them all. I, well,
1: I think you got to give Zappi – listen, I'm not saying Zappi's been that good, but he's shown spurts of strong play. So give him, like, two, three weeks. See if some consistency helps him play better. And if not, you just cut them both
0: in the offseason. But you yeah. do have to see what you have. Well, you can see if Zappi can be a backup for you in the coming seasons. Like, he's not he's not playing for a starting job. We're drafting. If you get rid of Mac, you're drafting a quarterback in a minute. New coach coming in there,
1: 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. But you did spend a fourth-round pick on Zappi, so you might as well see what you have. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. So we'll see what what Zappy can do there. They they would keep Zappy. Is Cunningham Malik Cunningham's going to be on the roster too? I'm assuming.
1: Who knows? He's going to be off the team on Friday. He'll be back on Monday. They might waive him on Wednesday, move him to the practice squad Thursday.
0: He's not a quarterback. He's not. He's not an NFL quarterback.
1: He, he he's just. I mean, we haven't seen him obviously, but from what we've seen in the past, it doesn't look like it would project to the NFL starting
0: level. No definitely not but we'll see what happens anyways subscribe to ride the line subscribe to the channel like the video comment share subscribe grant take us out of here
1: that's gonna do it for ride the line guys we wish you all luck with your bets this weekend like tanner said make sure you comment let us know what your favorite plays of the week are and we will see you all on the very next episode